Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different fields, different genres, just people doing really cool things in their space and things that we can take bits and pieces away from their journey and and what they're doing and hopefully um, bring them into our own lives as well. We talk to athletes. We talk to CEOs. Um, Today, we have a really cool guest that's going to kind of combine both of those things. So just before we jump into that, um, you know, this uh, episode in particular is um, brought to us by Thirdsy, and and uh, you've probably heard us. We've actually interviewed the CEO of Thirdsy before, and they create natural products that help athletes and high performers get better quality rest and recovery from physical and mental stress. And so their PM recovery collagen that they have is a melatonin-free sedative-free drink powder that helps you get the best quality rest while supporting joint and muscle repair as well. So um, uh, so basically, just you know, if you take a little bit before bed, wake up a little more energized, uh, hopefully, and, and ready to take on your busy day, whether that's in business, whether that's in uh, you know your workout in the morning as well. So just go to ThirdZ, so that's T-H-I-R-D-Z-Y or Z-Y.com, and uh, use the code B-I-B-M-20, and you can save 20% on those things as well. So um, definitely check it out. And and today, I'm really happy uh, to have Regan uh, Carey with us today. Uh, she's the commissioner of the Premier Hockey Federation, the PHF, and um, she previously served as USA Hockey's Director of Women's Hockey. Um, she was overseeing the U.S. Uh, women's national teams, the ones that won uh, Olympic silver in Sochi and gold in Pyeongchang. Um, and before focusing on uh, women's hockey, she also worked for both the NBA's Atlanta Hawks and the NHL's Atlanta Thrashers in the past as well on sports to development, performance, and and marketing. Uh, And she was herself, from what I understand, a two-sport athlete back in in college as well, and served as captain of uh, both her hockey and her volleyball team. So uh, so some really good, cool combinations of things, and hopefully we can go into a bit of all of those things today, Regan. But thank you. I know you're really busy. Everybody's, uh, I I know you're preparing for an all-star game, all of those things as well. So lots of travel, but thanks for taking the time today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm happy to be here and I uh, appreciate all the, the great content you put out there. So I'm happy to be here and be part of it. Well, uh, thank you very much. And and I will tell you, you know, the first thing I, I think that um, would be really neat to, uh, for, for our audience, because we do have that kind of combination of, of both sports and, and just people that um, um, work in business and are, would be interested in some of the leadership component of being commissioner of a league. Um, but you, um, you you joined the league when it was kind of getting ready to set rosters and do all of those things and and just build into this this current season that's happening now. Um, do you feel like you're you're kind of getting in the groove as a leader now? Does it feel like it's still all quite new? How, how's that time been so far for you? Well, it's it's been great. It's been exciting. We've done a lot of work. It's been a hustle, uh, but uh, I think we've seen a lot of traction early. So that makes uh, you know everybody more energized to keep going. And it's a great group to work with. A lot of support and a lot of people that are just 
truly passionate about seeing uh, women's hockey thrive. So when you've got a, a group like that, it's similar to working with an Olympic team. You know, everybody's, uh, you know, at the, at the best of their game. They're elite performers in their own right. So um, and they're really passionate about why they're doing it. So to go to work every day and be able to do this as somebody that's played hockey, you know, my whole life and uh, been a big part of just growing up and and the lessons you learn along the way. It's a real privilege. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. And I think we're hitting our stride here in uh, in the midseason point just before we delve into a bunch of the phf stuff um because you did i mean you you were with usa hockey for quite a while you you did a lot in in building and growth there and also in in um you know some pretty successful teams that were happening at the exact same time as well how has that transition been because you're you're also going into a um you know something that's it's very much startup build kind of phase as well has that um has it been an easy transition is it a, something that's uh that's quite different than the role you would have played just you know not too long ago well i i didn't set out to have this theme in my career but it somehow <laughs> it's kind of weaved its way in i guess it's probably a sign that's what i like to do um even in atlanta you know working with the nhl and the, the thrashers there that was a yeah. you know you had to prove that team within a established league but it was a new market and a new front office and so i think i probably absorbed a lot of how that works and how to get that done really well um and and took that to usa hockey and obviously that's an established program but we had a, a lot of um, you know, big goals for what we wanted to do on and off the ice. And so in a lot of ways, that was a growing and building experience, as you said, and, and hopefully leaving it in an even better spot than, than we found it. Um, and so it's similar with the PHF. I mean, there's just a lot of great potential here, a lot of great work that's already been done, but we know we have a lot to do to be able to, to get it where it needs to be and, uh, to, to be for that next generation. So, I think I find that energizing. I find the challenge uh, a lot of fun. And um, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of similarities, I think, across the board. But um, I've learned a lot from athletes along the way, too. And, and you know, being uh, in sports my whole life and just the the opportunity to, to rise to the challenge. Um, you know, I think we all learned that along the way. Uh, actually, that's an that's an interesting thing I did want to ask you about because a bit of it is I mean you're you've been an athlete yourself you you learn a lot from athletes and this. Do you see a lot of um, um, a lot of the skills and competencies that um, that either you learned as an athlete or that you're picking up from kind of being in that environment? Um, you know, are those do those translate well into what you do from a business standpoint and a leadership standpoint? Like, do you see those things connecting connecting from that end? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I've prim primarily played uh, team sports, so that probably lends itself even even more. But I, I'm sure it uh, crosses over on all platforms. But uh, yeah, you learn that you know you're part of something, so you're part of something that's really bigger than yourself. And I think that's an important lesson to take away, um, and and just to know that other people are contributing, have better skill sets than you do, and uh, together you can achieve something you know better than you can on your own. So I think just that camaraderie. Uh, part of sport and part of, you know, having successful business um, is something that's really appealing to me. Yeah. And, and being a commissioner, I would assume, and, and maybe you can tell us about it a little bit is that um, uh, it's, it's a bit of a different role because it is a, a true kind of leadership role, but I would assume that um, especially in the stage that you're at right now, is there a lot of um, like, do you have to use a lot of influencing skills? It, is it really focused on partnering or is that done at a different kind of phase? Like what has been the biggest, uh, I guess, focus for you, uh, uh, you know, this year so far? 
Well, it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. uh, you know, being able to balance it all. I mean, uh, um, I think that's where probably our success has been with the PHF. Everything matters, every detail, the the macro and the micro. And so um, I can't say there's one particular focus. It's certainly communicating with our player pool and communicating with our teams and just kind of making sure we're, we're listening and sharing. Um, I think that communication is really important. Uh, but, you know, where we put our focus, it's uh, if you could look at the agenda of all the leadership and uh, positions within our staff, it's, it's a little bit of everything every day. And that's what makes it exciting. There's there's never a dull moment here. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's for those people that maybe aren't in sports or listening, it probably is very similar to a startup environment where, you know, you don't have a big kind of corporate set role. It's it's a little bit um, little bro- bit broader for probably every person in the organization, I would assume at this point. Yeah, being resourceful and, uh, uh, you know, lean on uh, quite often uh, saying from our mental skills coach with our Olympic team, Dr. Colleen Hacker, always uh, shared with us to adapt and adjust and just keep moving forward. And uh, we we have that adapt and adjust mindset. So we just keep finding a way and getting to our goal, no matter uh, what the obstacle is. Now, you did mention that, um, you know, there's um, a lot going on in, in women's sports and women's hockey uh, right now, and a lot of focus on that. And, um, you know, maybe uh, uh, you could talk a little bit about, I, I mean, you know, one of the things is that you have had um, sponsors coming in that are um, are not just focused on being a sponsor for, you know, a, a hockey team. They're sponsoring something that's maybe even a little broader than that about kind of opportunity in sport and things like that. H- how has that been for you this year to be able to see kind of um, some of those organizations? that um, you've been able to partner with and maybe that you've been speaking to about um, things moving ahead. Yeah, it's really special. It's a, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't often think of sponsorship as a real meaningful, special experience. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's certainly important. And there's a lot of people that care when you're in those meetings. But um, I think particularly, I, at least in my experience with the PHF so far, um, you know, we're really looking to have partnerships that are long term that believe in our vision, believe in uh, the culture we're, we're building and the community of, of people that come with the PHF, not just the players on the ice. So uh, to be able to have those conversations, and when it's time to align with a partner that really understands that and wants to be part of it and support it, um, then you know that's a real uh, special partnership. You feel like you have a true teammate as we as we continue to grow and develop. So uh, I look forward to having long relationships with a lot of people that are getting involved with the PHF. Now you've you've had um, you've had some growth this year in particular. I mean, obviously you've you've brought in um, uh, Montreal. Uh, has a franchise and and that's been uh, kind of a nice addition and uh, and obviously even some players that um, that you've added in this year who are doing quite well for you as well you know do you see that growth um, because everything is is kind of you know, it, it, you know you're still within an economy that is is kind of edgy for the next little while how do you see uh, you've had a lot of growth this year do you, do you project that continuing in the same way or how are you how are you planning that way from a business standpoint as well well, we're in in such a, a great moment for women's sports in general. So uh, I think we're can continue to put ourselves in the best position to, you know, ride that wave and uh, be yeah. part of also creating that energy for the wave. So uh, I, I anticipate us to continue to grow. Uh, you know, whether that's with expansion or just you know the depth and uh, the opportunities we're bringing to players and the uh, the excitement and entertainment we're bringing to fans and different opportunities with uh, sharing access to our games and we have a great partnership with ESPN, but it, on top of that, we can keep growing. So uh, I think we're in a, a strong growth mode for our league. And um, again, it's it's a lot of uh, credit to the people that are around us, not just the people in the front office. 
And how much um, impact is that when you have partnerships with ESPN and other kind of, you know, when you when you get more streaming access, when you get more kind of, you know, out there and uh, you do a, a great job in, in being able to build a social media presence for the league as well, um, you know, how, how much does that play into the ability to bring kind of more people into the fold? Because, um, you know, some of it is attendance, but some of it is also just, you know, how do you get how you build profile for uh, for the league and how's that been for you? And are there things that have you found have really worked well for you in, in the last little while? Yeah, well, you, as you said, you know, social media is such a, a key part of it for us to connect and keep everybody informed of what's happening on and off the ice with our our league um, and broadcast is critical. Having access to our sport, which hasn't been done in the past. So it, particularly, you know, this this league has a history of being a trailblazer uh, in a lot of ways and being able to have a full season of women's pro hockey accessible to fans is terrific. And for us, we've been really growing our global game as well. So that access is even more important from that standpoint. So, uh, yeah, we'll look to keep it that 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 space evolves almost I feel like daily. There's always an article or somebody else that has a new idea or a new way to do it, uh, a new approach. So, you know, we really got to stay on top of that if we want to be successful yeah that agility is actually i mean that it, at least you have that ability to do it right now too which is nice it's uh to be able to to swing quickly when you see that there's a, there's an idea you want to take advantage of absolutely um so uh, you know going along with those things that um you know you've um uh, You've got lots of demands as commissioner and lots of things happening that um, that you have to do, um, especially right now. So let's say, you know, you're coming up to a big event and things like that. How do you personally, um, you know, be able to kind of balance those things yourself where you probably have to make sure that you're living a, you know, a, 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 as healthy a lifestyle as you possibly can while still kind of being probably a pretty high, hard driver from a business standpoint? How do you how do you balance those things yourself? Yeah, well, I think that's always a learning uh, process as well. And, uh, um, you know, being able to be in a business and a sport and in a job that I love to do, uh, you know, a lot of it doesn't feel like work, even though we have a lot going on. And and sometimes yeah. it can get a little stressful. But, uh, you know, you are doing something that's uh, really unique. And it's a real privilege to do. So I remind myself of that in some of those more uh, busy, stressful stretches. But uh, luckily, I got to spend some time um, right before taking this job with uh, working in a in a very unique um special group in and of itself with Google and a, a group that's called the Vitality Lab. And they have all these experts in wellness and uh, life balance and all those things. So I feel like in, for about two years, I was in a master class of really the importance of it and, you know, making wow. sure you uh, dedicate time for it. So whether that's, you know, just making sure you're, you're moving around and or, uh, you know, some quick meditation and things like that. Those are all new kind of commitments I've had in the last few years that have really made a difference for me. Wow, wow, that really interesting stuff. And and um, you know, one of the things that you talk a lot about, and I I know you've talked a lot about it in your role right now, but also in other roles, is you talk a lot about um, the the importance of transparency, and and especially when you're dealing with that, where you have constituents like the players groups. I mean, in something like this, but almost in every organization, that kind of building of trust is important. Um, it, you know, tell us a little bit more about that from your end. Like, where did where did you um, uh, where did you really develop that, and and it, you know why why is it important from a leadership standpoint to to make sure that um, you've you've got that feeling of transparency with the people that you serve? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to my appreciation of just the the concept of it being us and we and we're all in this together. Um, and so the more we can communicate and the more we can eliminate, you know, any boundaries and um, you know uh, miscommunication, the more 
the more we talk about things, the more we communicate, the more we share what our objectives are and, and, and take information from those that are around us, then, you know, the, the more successful we can be, in my opinion. And um, luckily, that's, you know, proven itself well in, in my career. And uh, I just think you learn a lot that way. Um, and so if we can build an environment where people feel comfortable saying what's important to them and, and being able to help be part of growing and developing in a way that maybe you didn't see it uh, initially is is really important. Um, yeah, and I, I just think that camaraderie gets stronger and stronger the more people understand that they're they're part of it um, and that that they can uh, have a say and they can be a direction for us. And um, you know, I just think everybody's a stakeholder. You know, if you're a player, you know, you, you have options to go places and to play and to do things. And, and you know, we should always consider that. And so we want to be able to be a place people are excited to show up, people are excited to contribute to, and take a lot of pride in, um, and and not feel like an obligation. So the more we can uh, involve everybody and and learn from everybody, the better we're going to be. From from the standpoint of of your players are are probably um, some of the more kind of open. Um, you know, that a lot of them are very open on social media. They they have all those things. It's it's probably a very different environment to manage in from that standpoint um has that been different for you i mean you would have come from probably some organizations that had really tight controls or all of it all of those things but it was also a different time um you know it, it's actually been uh, interesting to see how when you have that more open um you know how it actually helps grow the game as well so uh, how's how's that experience been for you as being the commissioner of, of something yeah. like that well it's been it's been nice to uh, be part of pro sports again which is a little different than national team uh yeah. window when it comes to social media so you yeah. know a, a real focus on you know national teams are often in these you know bubbles for you know world championships and olympics and you have to have a balance because it's just such a so much at one time in pro sports you have a longer season and there's just more space and time to to balance that a, a little bit more appropriately so it's been fun and uh i just talked to one of our players reagan rust earlier which yeah. is uh, i never get to say hi reagan to anybody yeah. so that was fun in and of itself, <laughs> i guess but, that's true yeah <laughs> but um but she's you know, does a great job on social media and it's really fun to watch. So I mean, that's a conversation we, we want to learn from her and learn, you know, what, what, uh, what drives her to do that. And uh, it certainly helps the league. So it's a good balance. And uh, I, I personally have a, a big learning curve on that, but I trust that others around us are doing that really well. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just fun. I think it's fun to engage with, uh, with fans and get everybody excited about the sport. Yeah. Now when, um, because you've been you've you've been in in sports and business for a long time, and you've probably been around, um, especially in the types of things you've been in, some really um, you know inspiring leadership and and things like that. Do you have um, do you have a couple of people who were well they they were my mentors as we came along, or is there was there somebody that that you really looked to and has made a big impact on on your career? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a kind of. A... A uh, whole village kind of person when it comes to yeah. that question. I, I could uh, spend a, another whole half an hour talking about everybody. I mean, it, from the uh, beginning of my career, which is great. Uh, some of them have joined uh, the PHF. Uh, our chief marketing officer was somebody that was a, a great mentor to me early on in my professional career and has joined our league Um and just along the way, I mean, I I love learning from people that have uh, done the work before us and uh, learn those lessons. We'll make plenty of our own, but it's good to avoid the ones that you can, you know, learn in advance. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I, I just have so many and I'm so grateful to that. And then, um, you know, starting the reason I'm probably in sports is more family oriented. And uh, my grandfather was a two-time Olympian in cross-country skiing. And I, I learned quite a bit from him about uh, being from a small town and, and seeing what sports can do and, and how it can change lives and the trajectory um, of people's lives. So uh, yeah, I, I saw firsthand growing up how meaningful it is uh, and then got many opportunities after that to just learn from a ton of great people. Well, and uh, you know, that meaningful piece, I'll, I'll maybe connect in one more time because what you're, what you're doing now could just be, you know, to some people might just be, it's, it's a, it's a role and I do it, but um, what you're doing probably is, is making a, a fairly significant impact on um, young girls that are, are watching, you know, the, the people in your league and, um, and just generally the opportunities for women in sport, women in business, women in kind of different areas as well. Um, how does that feel knowing that, you know, you're, you're part of making that kind of an impact from, um, you know, in this stage of your career, it, uh, how does that feel to, to know that, you know, you're one of those people leading the charge in those areas? Yeah, well, I know how impactful, you know, I'll just, uh, whether it, I'll just stick with uh, women's hockey, although I could go in a lot of different directions, but, you yeah. know, Cameron Ganado, Manon Rayom, Kelly Dyer, you know, these, these pioneers of women's hockey and how impactful it was. I have my uh, original stick signed by Cameron Ganado right here in the, the corner and how, when I was, you know, she wasn't that much older than, than I was, but uh, how, how inspiring it was to meet her and Kelly Dyer and uh, to see Manon um, just playing pro hockey, you know, all these things that really just, um, you know, light up in, inside of people that are resonating with that. Hey, that's what I want to do. And I know how important and impactful I can be. So um, to know that I have an opportunity to do that for, for someone um, is, uh, is what's part of the driving force and making sure we do it well. And, uh, you know, do something that these young girls can be proud of. I was just at a Boston pride game and uh, it was just so fun. I, I was talking with a bunch of the, the young girls that were in the, the fans and or yeah. stands and they were all uh, uh, youth hockey players. And um, I asked them, you know, did they come to the games a lot? And uh, they're, uh, I asked them if their parents were season ticket holders. And she said, no, I'm a season ticket holder. This is like a 10 year old girl. So, you know, for a 10 year old girl to be able to say that about a women's pro hockey team, I yeah. mean, we've certainly made a lot of strides in a short amount of time. Well, and, and I, I think, you know, think of 15 years from now when that individual is, you know, is that young girl is, is a little bit older, how much that, that impact exponentially gets larger. So, um, so yeah. kudos to I you mean, guys it, for doing that. In my, uh, you know, hockey playing lifetime, it, you know, I got to see the first Olympics and I'm getting to see the first, you know, pro hockey women's league that are paying players, a, you know, livable wage and, and so on. And that's, that's, I'm not that old yet. So that's a short, yeah. you know, relatively short amount of time since uh, yeah. all that's happened. So what the next 10, 20 years will look like, uh, you know, who knows, but it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, very cool. And I'm, I'm going to go back to uh, just for a, a, a second on that transparency thing, because I, I think, um, you know, I, t I talk to, um, you know, leaders, whether it's in this or other things, and, and they talk about kind of building that trusting relationship is so, so important to them. Um, and because that is something that is a focus for you in, in your leadership, um, do you have a couple of, um, you know, just a couple of, of tricks or, or specific things that you think really make sense in, in being able to help build that transparency with um, your constituents? Do you have one or two things that you could kind of throw out there would be good tactics for people? 
Yeah, well, I think part of it's just, you know, by example of being able to share, you know, what you know and what you don't know. I think uh, being able to be open about that. I mean, I, I don't think and, and perhaps it's, you know, evolving in this direction, but I don't think it uh, benefits anybody to try and pretend like, you know, everything that's happening and you're the expert in everything, uh, and particularly in a league. So um, to be able to share, you know, what you feel strongly about and what you know and, and the things that you think are going to be important, but then to be open about the things that you're not so confident in and you're you're still learning about. Um, I think that kind of sets a good tone for people to feel comfortable doing the same thing and that we're not expecting everybody to know uh, everything. Yeah. Well, that, and I, I love the whole kind of um, idea that it's, it's, yeah, you, you don't know everything and make sure that you're upfront with that. That, that isn't just in sports, it's in basically a, a everything that you go through as well. I mean, that's, that's how you build a more authentic relationship with people. So. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's part of uh, a lot of the, the groups I've been a part of, whether it's team and with players or just work staff, but, you know, having that desire to learn and be curious and that kind of beginner's mindset mentality where, you know, there's still a lot, lot for us to figure out and the more we're open about it, the better and um you know, one of my pet peeves is having a meeting and then the meeting that happens after the meeting. So yeah. like, the more transparency we can have, we can just be as effective as possible and save time. So I'm also uh, not the most patient person. So if we can <laughs> knock it out all in one, then, uh, you know, I think we're off to a good start. So um, yeah, that's always the goal. It's not easy to do. And I, I don't succeed at it every time either, but you know, that's, that's the intent. Oh, that's that's great advice. And um, so, I, I mean, I, I think there's there's a lot of exciting stuff happening uh, with um, PHF. And um, I just uh, I, I'd like to, you know, if people are wanting it, like are looking at how do I how do I follow more about what's going on? Maybe maybe before we even do that, you do have a big event coming up. So I don't know if you want to mention the, you know, the the All-Star Game coming up. Do you, do you want to give a brief overview of what that's that's uh sure. coming up with yeah i'd love to and i you know i should say as i as i share what that's going to be about is you know it's a big part of building a community we want to honor the past and 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 make the moment and inspire the future that's a little bit of our internal mantra so our all-star will reflect some of that of bringing some of the past pioneers together with our phf all-stars and uh, a lot of youth involvement so across the board it'll be a, a great integration and weaving a lot of uh, hockey moments together in one event so um, we'll be in toronto uh, and it'll be uh we'll kick it off at the hockey hall of fame with a reception with our players and some other uh, legends and then go into Saturday where we'll have a, a U.S. team, a Canadian team and an international team uh, just really speaks to the depth of our league right now and just the scope of the global game. So we're excited to see a little national pride on the line in addition to playing for the PHF team. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great night and it'll be on uh, ESPN too. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's NTSN uh, for you. Well, and TSN, I was going to say, so, um, you know, we'll, we're close enough, we're in Toronto, so we're close enough to actually attend and, uh, um, but make sure that if, if uh, you're somewhere else and uh, you know, want to take a look at this, that's, that's a great opportunity to get uh, exposed to some of the, um, not only the, uh, the players, but also just more of the, um, you know, the sport itself, because um, having some of those uh, people that have been around for a while, I think that's a great addition and, uh, you know, being able to, to celebrate a bit of um, uh, some of the the people that pioneered to get us here and and hopefully we see some of that moving forward as well so um i know that you're you're extremely busy so really appreciate it if people are going to follow the the phf do you, 
what would be some of the best ways to do that? Uh, well, we're uh, on all, all the social media and obviously, uh, yeah, just uh, phf.com. We'll, we've got all the content there. So we're, right. wherever uh, you're interested in finding us, we'll be there and uh, trying to keep everybody posted and welcome feedback as well. Awesome. Okay. Well, make sure that those are all in the, uh, in the show notes. So click through any of those, definitely check it out and, uh, and be sure to, to watch some of the games. It's uh, it's great hockey to watch too. Um, so uh, again, you know, know you're really busy, but thank you very much for taking the time, Regan. This has uh, been great and you've shared some really cool stuff today. So really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. I've enjoyed it as well. And I'll see you at the all-star game then. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. And uh, to everybody else, thanks very much. And uh, we will talk again on big idea, big moves. Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on, you know you want to. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.